When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Emma and Maggie and welcome back to another episode of Love Ya Bye. Today's guest is a close friend of ours and we're so excited to have him on the show and please welcome Chase McCann. I've never said your last name, is that how you say it? Yeah. Chase McCann. I'm going, uh, McCain, McCann, like the, like the Porsche McCann. Okay. Yeah, people are like, oh my God, like did, did your family like- Okay, Porsche. Did your family start Porsche? And I'm like, yeah, no. Today we're going to be talking all about relationship advice from a male perspective with Chase and answer some of you guys' questions that you had for him on Instagram stories. We're so excited you guys sent in so many good questions and I'm really excited to get into everything and for ha to have you guys get to know Chase a little bit more. But first we're going to start off with our peak in the pit of the week and this is our weekly tradition where we share the highest and lowest moments of the week and what happened to you. So Chase. I'm gonna let you start off. Okay. Your peak in your pit of the week. Um, okay. Uh, pit. I don't think I really have a pit other than the weather outside has just been rainy, windy. I like being outside a lot, so that's kind of eh. Um, but next week is like 80 degrees. Yeah, I saw that I know, that I'm last so excited night. with yeah. that. Like three so, days The day in a row. Cisco opens is gonna be 80 degrees, 80. I guess. Yeah, so if you're in Boston on Thursday, you can find me at Cisco. We gotta go. Um, <laughs> and if you wanna see Chase in person, he will be I at will be Cisco. At Cisco. Um, and then my peak is I'm actually flying back to Oregon tonight. Have not been back home since like July. Oh, wow. Yeah, so going home, get to see the fam, and yeah, that's my peak. Oh my god, that's gonna be so nice. Yeah. And how, what, how long are you gonna be there for? I come back on Easter, so I'm just oh, okay. there tonight to Sunday. That'll be fun. Oh my god, I love that. I'll go next. <laughs> I know what your pit's already gonna be. Oh, okay. My, I'm gonna start with my pit. My pit would probably have to be, I woke up this morning and I did my whole little morning. I let the dog out, I fed her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I just let her chill while I was taking a shower. I come back downstairs and I had a brand new in the package, every single shade of the Persona blush, the cream blush and the cream bronzer. 
And Miss Cleo over here decides to take my favorite shade, Bubble. Bright pink, bright, bright pink. All the rest of them had like punctures and like everything, whatever. But she wanted to eat Bubble. Oh my gosh, it's all over the couch, her paws. It was just completely like ripped out of the package. So that was that. Um, it's okay though, we're all fine. Everyone survived, dog's fine. My peak is that the weather's starting to get nice. I feel like this time of year I really like um, when it's transitioning to become warmer. I was listening to country music last night. Like sometimes, I, I don't know, like playing music like before bed, like country music on a speaker. I was just laying there and all I was thinking of was like summertime, like yeah. certain songs like Forever After All by Luke Combs was playing. And all I could think of was the summer and like driving through the streets and it just being so nice and oh, it made down. me so happy. Like I honestly just wanted to cry because I was so happy. You reposted a TikTok the other day. Uh -huh. Peyton and I were talking about it. That was like a New England. I knew summer. that you were gonna say for some reason. Me reposting that, I knew because you saw it, you liked it. Yeah. And I knew that you were gonna say something. Oh, I, I, I literally <laughs> saw it. Oh no, Peyton was like, Peyton the other day was like. Do you ever think about like we're really about to not go home and like spend a whole summer like out? I here. was just gonna ask yeah. you, is this your first New England summer? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Oh you guys so are special. really in you guys are gonna be in for something. New England summers are the best in the world. Right. We're gonna have the best nights ever. And I feel like it's gonna make you like fall in love with Boston even more. Oh yeah. for sure. Like it's just so not even Boston, different. but like the suburbs of Boston. Well yeah, like yes. the Cape. I've, I've never been to the Cape or even like really the coast. Yeah, I mean. At all. Yeah. Best time of year to be on the Cape. But so like that TikTok, like Peyton and I were like sitting in the car and we were both just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, cause it's so different here than where you're from. Yeah. yeah, it is. So, oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, What is my peak in my pit? Okay, I think my peak, honestly, that we had such a fun weekend this past weekend. We went to the Celtics game Friday. Saturday, we hung out, ate dinner together, watched the, what would you call that tournament? Like March Madness? Mm -hmm. Sunday, we went to the Red Sox game. We kind of did a lot. We, we did, did a, a lot. lot. We had a social weekend and it was so much fun. Like the Red Sox, they had opening day last week. So it was like their second or third game. All of us went to the game, me, Chase, Emma, Peyton, Mac, Lexi, and it was so much fun. We got drinks, we had food. But we didn't just get food. Got, oh my God, we got literally <laughs> everything we got on the a menu. We on buffet. Four it was so rolls, good. Uber, yeah. Four lobster rolls, burgers, fries, Cookies, hot dogs, hot dogs, chicken fingers, sausages with peppers sausages. and onions. It was so good. So that was my peak. My pit, um, what is my pit? I don't think that I have a pit really. Yeah, nothing has been like, everything's been good. Yeah. I don't have a pit. It's so. really hard to like, especially when the weather's good. For me, the weather determines mood. Same. So much. Same. So, yeah. Everything's been good. I feel like life is just on the up and up. Yeah. You know, like for us New England people, it's like once it gets to this time of year, there's really nothing to complain about. Yeah. Okay, so let's get on into the episode. Okay, Chase, let's get to know a little bit more about you. Where did you grow up and what brought you to Boston? 
So I am from a suburb outside of Portland, Oregon called Lake Oswego, Oregon. It's probably 15 minutes outside of the city. Um, it's actually like the neighboring suburb to Westland, which is where Peyton's from. Mm-hmm. Um, so after college, I moved to San Diego. My older sister used to live in San Diego. Um, so before, or the summer before I graduated, I moved down there and lived with her for the whole summer just because I wanted to be in San Diego. And then during that whole summer, once school started again, um, I was like, okay, once I graduate, that's where I'm living in San Diego just because to me, it's the best weather in the country by far. It's like 75 to 85, never gets over 85, and there's zero humidity. So it's amazing. And And you're right on the water. Right on the water. Yeah. Um, And so I moved down there. I was I moved down there to do like freelance photo and video stuff right after I graduated it actually took me like eight months I was working for my dad and he's a general contractor so like building houses which is just like the furthest thing from what I wanted to be doing but I saved up like 15 grand and I was like all right cool I'm gonna go down to San Diego with 15 grand I can you know pay my first and last month's rent and then you know build my network and start doing the photo and video stuff that just like couldn't have been further from the case. Um, you know, like in your head, you think you have it all figured out. And then I actually have a funny story, side note of when I was moving to San Diego, I drove. So that's like a 16 and a half hour drive. All the way down the West Coast you yeah. drove. Yeah, well, I, I've actually done that drive because when my sister lived there, I drove also. Wow. I've, I've gone down and back from Portland to San Diego six times. Huh? Or like, cause down three times and back up three times. The trip that I was moving, I stopped in San Francisco. I drove with um, my friend Tom and we stopped in San Francisco at our friend's place. Kind of was like a good like midway. Um, and so we stayed at our friend's place midway. Um, I took all of like my expensive things out of my car just cause you know, theft and we were in the city and stuff like that. So I took out like my TV and like all those things, most of my clothes. Woke up at two in the morning to drive back to San Diego. Four of my windows were shattered. No. Half of my clothes were gone. Actually, no. I'd say 80% of my clothes were gone. I had shorts. So like, if you know me, my favorite clothing item is hoodies. All of my hoodies were gone. The worst part was that my very, very first camera that I ever bought for myself was gone. And that was something that like, I just kept on a shelf, you know, cause like, it's like, this it was the start of everything, gone. Um, and then I called my mom at like four in the morning and I was like, what do I do? And she was like, you can, you know, wait and get your car fixed or like kind of figure it out. I drove to San Diego without. All the way from San Francisco. No way. With no windows. So was there like. It was my back window was gone and then my two side windows were gone. In the back seat. Yeah. And then it's actually funny because to listen to music since it was so loud on the freeway. My friend Tom and I just each put an AirPod in oh and like God. shuffled music and okay. just finished the rest of the drive. Was there like glass flying everywhere? Oh yeah. I mean like you could like, it was still sitting like on top of the clothes and stuff that I still did have. Oh um, and so like that, like I got to San Diego, paid to get my stuff fixed. So there goes like five grand yeah. of the yeah. 15 that I had. And then my rent was like, let's just call it like a thousand. So first and last, two thousand. So there's another two grand. And like that 15 grand quickly diminished like so fast. Anyway, I'll speed up the story. But um, 
so then I started working at a bar because I had to pay rent and that's one thing that I've kind of always done to keep like that photo and video stuff alive. You've got to work these side jobs. Um, and so I was at work one day, Peyton and I had like our friendship was getting super close. Um, we had gone on a trip together and he literally called me while I was at work and he was like, hey, um, how long do you like plan on living in San Diego for? And I was like, I've been here for four months. So I'd say I got about like four more years. <laughs> like I have five, I don't know. And he was like, would you want to move to Boston, maybe? And I'm like, I don't know, like I'd have to think about it. Um, you know, I kind of had this whole plan for myself. And he was like, would you come out here, help me with my social media stuff, you know, help me with my day-to-day -day things, um, like kind of like assistant stuff, like I'll take care of you. Um, and I like, it wasn't like an instant thing for me to just like pick up and go. Cause I was like, I'd never been to Boston before, or I had visited him for like two days. And that's like all the way across the country. So geographically, Boston is the furthest city in the country from Portland, Oregon. Really? Yeah. So it took me like three days, but then I was like, my dream was to always work in the NBA or like be around it. So it kind of became like someone holding keys to a door that was larger than life. So I was like, yeah. Okay. So then I finished like my, the rest of my lease was like, three more months and then Peyton came back for the off season. So spent the summer with him in Oregon and then we flew to Boston and I moved here September 12th of 2021. Oh my oh, God. Wow. So it's been like a year and a half. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that little story. Yeah. Also, it's like crazy because you never know, like obviously when you were moving to San Diego and all that stuff happened, and your, all your stuff got stolen and your car got smashed in, it's like you didn't know that just like that happening and you going there for a few months was gonna lead to what it is now. Sure. It's like crazy. A lot of the time too, like it's really hard in the moment to not think about like, yeah, the worst yeah. case and stress about the future and be like, okay, well, this is what was supposed to happen and like you had this whole plan and it's like, easy to stress about it and stress about every little thing and like how you're going to get to a certain place but I swear like opportunities and like what's meant to happen in your life like comes out of nowhere when you're like least expecting it. I'm a firm like firm believer of and I haven't always been this way but just like as I've gotten older and matured everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like it truly truly does. I'm the same exact way. Like but if you were to tell me like I'd be living in Boston. I've never even, I couldn't spell Massachusetts before, yeah. before I moved here. I can still barely spell Massachusetts, but like who would have thought I would be living here? I know, I feel like it seems so foreign too, especially when you're living across the country. Like I could never picture myself even living in Oregon. I was just talking to some friends the other day and I was talking about, oh yeah, like I've been to Montana because my brother used to live there. I'd drive from Oregon through Idaho to Montana and they're like aren't Oregon and Idaho like the same thing and I'm like huh what I was telling you guys like I drove 16 hours and I went through two states mm -hmm. Oregon and California and uh, it's crazy because on the east coast if you're driving 16 you're like you're gonna end to up in like yeah almost to Florida yeah. and that's so many states it's crazy because California takes up literally almost the entire, the coast. entire coast yeah it's nuts okay so you moved to Boston mm -hmm. you're you've been here for yeah. A year and a half, and then fast forward from when you moved here to December of 2022, this past December, uh -huh. when we met. People are probably wondering how we met Chase and how we all became friends. Do you want to tell the story? 
the first time I was ever introduced, not even in person, to you guys. Um, it started, and I'm sure Peyton's told you this before, it started with Peyton's sister and Peyton's mom kind of watching your guys' vlogs and Peyton's sister kind of being like, oh, you guys got to be friends with Maggie and Emma. Like you, you, like, you guys should be friends with Maggie and Emma. Like, they seem like, like you guys would be really good friends. And Peyton and I were like, okay. Like, if we see him out, yeah, sure. But it's not like DM. Hey, that was like the first time, like, I knew you guys did the whole YouTube thing um, and like kind of were in like that influencer space. Um, but then, yeah, like, like you were saying, uh, I had seen you guys kind of just in public. So at Tate, I went to Tate for kind of like a meetup connecting with another creator out here. And there's like this table of girls sitting next to me, like three girls. And I could tell they're like waiting for people. And I'm in the middle of like my meeting, like really locked in. All these girls, like these three girls just stand up and they're like, oh my God, hey. And I turn around, I'm like, what the? And it was you guys walking in and having a meeting. And I'm like, oh. That's those are the sisters. Yeah, I'm like, those are the sisters. Should I stand up and be like, hi, you want to be friends? Um, so that was one of them. Literally, I think it was like a month or like a few weeks later is when we were at Lola. Yeah. And you were there too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I was, we were standing at the bar and you two and your dad were at the little table, table like the standing the table. Yeah. And we were literally like, if I would have turned around and like flung my arm, I would have So you guys heard our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fully could have been eavesdropping. But, like, isn't that weird to think that, like, at that moment in time, we were complete strangers. strangers. Yeah. yeah. Complete strangers. Like, we spend, Emma, you and I, like, almost every day together. Yeah. We've been on a trip together. You and I have gotten way closer. But I'm like, now you're like, we went from strangers to family and literally, like... So quick. I think that, like, you know sometimes how people will talk about... Like, just for an example I've seen on TikTok, people will be like, oh, my parents, like, grew up in the same town. Mm -hmm. Like, they have pictures together from when they're little. Mm -hmm. Like, our parents... Our, parent had that our parents had that photo of them, like, back-to-back -back Yes, parade. there's th a parade, like a 4th of July parade on the Cape. And so my grandfather, my dad's dad, he was, like, announcing something from the parade. And he's standing up on this big like platform thing and there's like a photo of him a really old photo and to his right is my dad and my dad's probably like seven years old and then on the other side of my grandpa literally on his left is my mom and she Shut was up. like 11 because they're four years apart so isn't that nuts and so my nana what? finds the picture and is like they're looking through old pictures one day and my mom's like that's literally me like there was a photo of my dad and my mom right next to each other they had no idea who they each other were they didn't meet until my mom was like in college. So it's like insane. nuts how you like run into people and you're with people that you don't know are gonna like end up meaning yeah. like so much in your life. Saw, so it's so crazy. I just saw something similar to that. I think it was on Twitter. It's a girl like on her first day of freshman orientation in college. Like her parents took a photo in front of like maybe like her dorm or something. And she's like holding her boxes with like her stuff moving in. And like in the background is like a kid with his boxes like carrying it somewhere. And like fast forward to their senior year, they're now those two are dating, and they they found that photo, and oh it's like he's God. just like somewhere off in the background, like carrying something. Even Peyton and I went to his, the same, uh, like a college football game tailgate, and yeah. then we were at the same bar after, but we never oh, met yeah, each yeah. other. Which you is guys like, didn't even know you were there. And also, like we saw we saw him at Lola, we didn't even see each other. You know. I know, it's so crazy, but I'm so glad that we all met and now yeah. we're like a little family you know, it's crazy. It's so fun. This is like kind of on the same topic of that, but this is something that like, 
my mom has talked to me about. So like when I was applying to colleges, I wanted to go to a school. I wanted to go to Boulder, but then I also applied to schools in Arizona. And my mom just loves her kids so much. And she's like, I don't know if I want you to go out of state. Obviously she would have let me if, you know, if I really, really wanted to. Um, but she's like, I don't want you to go out of state because what if you meet a girl and then what if, you know, like you marry that girl and you never come you home. You never come home. Stuff like that. But I'm like, sometimes I think about like when I was in San Diego, what if like, you know, I start dating someone on the East Coast and this whole time, like you just never know. Even like with my work, like if I were to move to go work for an NBA team or something like that, yeah. this whole time in my mind, I could be like, oh yeah, like I'm trying to meet someone, you know, in Boston or Massachusetts or when like life's plan is like, actually, I'm going to meet that person in Arizona. Oh my exactly. God. I know. That's so, that's crazy. Oh my God. It's like crazy because also you can't as much as us as humans, like want to like control our lives yeah. and like think about what we want and like what we're going to do to get it. It's like, you really never know. Like right. you really have to just like let go and like let things come to you and yeah. like let it flow. Okay. So how did you get started in photography? And like, did you know that you ever since you were little that you always wanted to be a photographer? Was it like you had a camera and you were like being super creative as mm -hmm. like a young kid? Or like, how did you get started? Tell us your story. It actually kind of started in college, but like to give background, <clears throat> excuse me, I've always been a creative person. Like I've always naturally been really good at drawing. Like in elementary school, I remember my elementary school was, I want to say kindergarten to sixth grade. And they did, and there was like a musical thing or something. And there was a brochure that like, you know, the whole crowd would get. And so they let the students, everyone, um, like draw and like design the brochure. And I was in like third grade and I won the whole competition. Oh. <laughs> I've always just been, you know, kind of good at drawing and like had a creative perspective. Um, <clears throat> like my handwriting is really good. Not to like <laughs> boost myself, but like <clears throat> I've always just been good with like the arts and visuals. I'm a visual learner. You have a very far. good eye. Yeah, too. and that's like, something that came just naturally mm -hmm. i guess um and all that's like subjective based on like oh like you have a really good vision for this and you know what i mean but so the f the photo thing started with actually my iphone and like a class um when i was in college i got my degree in advertising so a lot of my classes were visual and shooting projects and campaigns and stuff like that um, and I remember my friends were doing a project, but they wanted photos taken just kind of on the side and I didn't have a camera. So I just took, brought my phone, took photos, showed my friends after, um, and they were like, Oh my God, like what camera? I didn't, we didn't even see that you brought your camera. And I'm like, Oh, I don't have one. And they're like, you should get a camera. Like these are for iPhone photos. Like these are pretty solid. So fast forward that summer. Um, I <clears throat> moved in with my sister for the entire summer. I just lived with me, my sister, and my brother-in-law. And I had an accounting internship. And I didn't know that many people in San Diego. Um, so, and I was making like 30, $35 an hour, which is like for yeah, me pretty that's good. Yeah, really getting, good. Yeah, I was getting like two, like full time. So like my checks were like 1500 and I was like, I think I paid my sister like $500 in rent just like as like a thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but then, so that summer I bought my first camera. I drove like 45 minutes, found it on Craigslist. The one that got stolen. The one that ended up getting stolen. Um, 
drove like 45 minutes in San Diego to this old man's house. And he just like, I remember like cupping this camera in his hands, like just gave it to me. Um, and then from there, it was really, I was shooting everything. Like I was literally just walking around San Diego, photos of flowers, people, food, the sky, bird, like literally anything, street signs, like just anything that I thought looked cool. Um, I was doing it. And then, uh, that kind of kept going into my junior year of college. Um, and then I lived with, uh, Peyton and I's really good friend, Dylan, or sorry, I lived with him my sophomore year, but that's kind of also where it started. Um, started doing the stuff iPhone sophomore year. And then that summer was when I actually had a camera, but Dylan and I would walk around Eugene, Oregon, where the University of Oregon is. And like, he's really into like streetwear, fashion at the time. So we were literally having full on photo shoots, like sitting on curbs and like leaning against fences. No way. And taking like iPhone photos. Stop And then it. like editing them. And then I have to give so much credit to Dylan because the way that I really met Peyton was through Dylan. Dylan and Peyton were best friends and I lived with Dylan. So then Peyton would come over to our apartment and I knew Peyton like of him growing up. Obviously we're the same age um, and like his career in basketball, obviously it's hard not to know him, especially if you play high school sports. Um, but, and then so Peyton and I's relationship really grew through Dylan. Um, and Dylan was actually the one that was like, yo P like you should have Chase come to a workout and like take photos. And then from there, like basketball has always been my favorite sport and like the one thing that, like the first thing that I fell in love with. But from there, once I like started taking photos of like Peyton working out and like more basketball stuff, I was like, this is like, this is two worlds colliding yeah. of like what I'm supposed to be doing. So then I put more attention towards basketball, but also was shooting other things just to like pay rent. So like when I moved to San Diego the second time or after, you know, after I graduated, when I moved to San Diego, parents were, weren't too stoked on it just because you know how parents are. It's not that promising. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to move to San Diego and do photo and video stuff. Um, Especially when you don't when you haven't already established yourself and like, I, you right, know that you can do really it. Show. Exactly. And so obviously, as a parent, they're going to be like, yeah. are you sure? Like, that's how our parents were with YouTube. Like, also, they don't I was understand sleeping on a couch. But and I think. I'm like such a big believer that like th the dream that you have in your head mm -hmm. and like your thoughts about what you want to do, it's like not, it's put there for a reason, you know, because it's like. And it's really not so for other people future. to understand. Exactly. Like that's re a really hard conversation to have, especially when it's your parents. Mm -hmm. Luckily, like I had parents that were like, if you're going to screw up, like we told you so, you know yes. what I mean? Like, but go yeah. do it but go and do see it. what happens. Yeah. And, and then I so love that. I did it. This was the summer before I moved there full time, but I went and I did it, slept on a couch, made no money at all, but I got published in two magazines and like worked for a restaurant. And I remember like sending my, in the family group chat, like sending them the, do you know what Eater magazine is? No. It's like a, a big food magazine for like opening bars and restaurants or whatever. I remember sending them the link. Just, I didn't say anything. I just sent them the link. And in my family group chat, my mom and dad are like, this is a cool restaurant. And I'm like, yeah. Who do you think took the photos for the oh. thing? Like, oh my God. So that That's was kind of so like That's so cute. Okay. And then they were kind of like, oh, like he's serious. Like yeah. this isn't like a yeah. hobby type thing. 
So yeah, and that was a really long answer to your question, but. No, that's good. I We love all the details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then now you're in Boston mm -hmm. and basketball you are doing basketball. Yeah. NBA yes. for Boston Celtics. I don't work for the Celtics, but because Peyton plays for yes. them, I have access. So like that is primarily the people that I am shooting. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so do you want to go into a little bit of detail about like what you are doing currently? Yeah. So right now, I mean, I shoot, Peyton is like my main priority, obviously. Um, my goal is to help him build his social media through photo, video stuff. Um, we've talked about doing more like off season personal stuff, whether it's like a vlog or like recaps of, you know, just workouts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my main goal. He's injured right now, so he hasn't been playing for like the last couple weeks. Um, but, and then other than that, I do freelance stuff <clears throat> on the side. Actually, the Boston Marathon is coming up. So I'm shooting for Nike. Next week? Yeah. So oh I'm my God, that's awesome. I'm shooting for Nike on the 15th and 16th, and then Marathon Mondays on the 17th. Um, and then I'm shooting for like a running agency, which is kind of cool. And I get this, uh, my one job is to track like 10 runners, and I stay at the finish line all day. And you just take pictures of... I'm doing, yeah, I'm just photo for that project. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's like the main, you know, work stuff. And then I also do remote video editing for one of my friend's TikTok agencies. So, um, yeah. You're very good at the TikTok edits. Yeah. Thank you. Like one time I was, I told you this, but this was like a month ago. I was on my For You page just scrolling and oh, yeah. this video came up and I'm like, this is such a cool video. I wasn't like reading the username yeah. or anything and yeah. it was literally, literally your video. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you're very talented and very good at what you do. Like you just are, have such an eye for things. And yeah. it's just like, you see things from a different perspective that I feel like not everybody can and I feel like it's like a gift that Thank you have. Thank you. I that. So we're gonna move on into the next section, which is gonna be kind of like a rapid fire questions of just dating in your 20s and your perspective on dating. Okay. Because I feel like it's important to have a guy's perspective. 100%. For sure. If you're the girl going on a date with a guy, like you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know what goes through guys' heads. Yeah. You know what are I mean? you giving me scenarios and like what? Well, I'm... we have like a set of questions. Okay. Are you on dating apps and which ones are your favorite if you are? Um, when I came out here, I was on Hinge. Um, and then I think like a month after I got accepted onto Raya. Um, so I was on both of those and honestly, like I've never been on a date from one of those apps. Mm. So I can't really say, I don't know which one is like my quote unquote favorite. Since you're on both or either, but being on them, like, do you like when girls message you first yeah. on apps? Yeah, or? for sure. Um, it's weird though, because I was also just talking about this with someone. I think like the whole dating app thing, the best part of it, I don't know if it's the same for girls, is like when you connect. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like all the hype is built and like excitement is built around connecting and then like nothing happens. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we connected. No. Now what? Like, and, and I'll I message and sometimes it doesn't go anywhere. And I'm like, what was the point of... Especially on Raya, because I mean, when I was single a few like in 2021, yeah, this is like a few years ago. Maddie I was, was like on the first Raya. Person I saw on Raya when I came out. By the way, <laughs> well, least, wait, yeah, she saw me on Raya back in the day. Did you ever see me on it? No, I never saw you either. I like wouldn't see Boston people 
on my Raya. I wouldn't either. Well, I just think that also being a girl, like you want the guy to message you first, but yeah. like as a guy, having the girl message you and like initiate the conversation, I feel like that's better than you messaging her. I'm always gonna message yeah. first, just because I'm like, I wanna talk to you. You know, we connected for a reason. I'm exactly. honestly like at first glance and like reading your bio, like I'm interested. But yeah, ladies, sh like shoot your shot. Why? Yeah, like, why, seriously. Why not? I feel you know like it's I mean? like when girls shoot their shot, it's like, You're oh, wow. But yeah. it's like if you already connected, you have nothing to you lose. You have nothing they to lose. Like and it. also if nothing comes out of it, nothing comes out of it. Next question, what's your go-to first date idea? You're meeting up with a girl, like would you do drinks, would you do coffee, or would you do like a sit-down dinner? I think one of the best things to do is getting drinks, but and then after you get drinks, or maybe you get drinks and food, and then you go meet up with like people, like a, gr mm -hmm. like a group of mm -hmm. friends. Because like you have that like one-on-one, -on -one, just you guys, but and then yeah. it's like, you're not really putting pressure on anything, because you know like towards the end of the night, there might be that awkward of like, Am I going to your house? Or just like, you know what I mean? Like, or do you think like this, that's what this is? But then like you go out with friends and then it kind of just like eases. It's everything. natural. Yeah. Also, I think that I agree because dinner sometimes I think is like a little. It can be kind of serious. Like, unless you're sitting at the bar and like having dinner at the bar, but also like eating on the first date is kind of like a I'm, drink is perfect. I'm definitely like, I think one like date that I've been on out here it was with a girl who I was already, like I'd gone on multiple dates with. But like one thing we did is we literally got La Colombe and we went, we walked, hot girl walk. Oh, I love that, like yeah. a coffee walk. Yeah. You don't have like a lot of room for like awkward moments because you're walking and like you're in the city and you're outside, you know what I mean? So I agree. Yeah. That's like kind of the best first date is when you can kind of be around people and, but you do have that time where it's like one-on-one. -on -one. Would you ever date one of your friend's exes? Would I ever date one of my friend's exes? Like, say if it was like a friend. Absolutely not. Wait, I was just like so confused no, 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 what no, you were no, just no. thinking. No. I was like, excuse no. me? I've seen on TikTok, a girl was like, oh, I was dating this kid and I started. No. Like we broke Absolutely up not. and then his best friend and I ended up getting married. No, no. no. That's just so against code of friendship. It's, I agree. It's so like beyond me. I mean, it's like, are you not thinking about everything that's about to ensue after you do that? Like, great, now your homie, he's not coming to your wedding. Yeah. Like, you're not kicking it. And you actually just kind of ruined the True. whole. You mess it up for everyone else involved in yeah. your friend group. Um, I've had friends who, you know, like maybe at one point, my friend and this girl were only hooking up, but and then like a friend a couple years later starts dating them. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're fine. But there's always that like, you're out in public and you see them with their now girlfriend, but you're like, I used to sleep, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, there's just that awkwardness always gonna be lingering. Yeah. That never goes away. Right, so no, absolutely not. <laughs> Do you always plan on paying on the first date? Mm -hmm. yeah. So even if the girl like puts her card down, and says, we can split it. You're yeah. gonna be like, be like, no. Oh my God, look, there's a puppy. Grab her card and then give them money. So just like another small background, but my parents were divorced. Um, so by the time I was like a year old to like when I met my stepdad when I was five, it was just me, my older sister and my mom. Um, so I'm very much a mama's boy. Like for, when I was younger, like I was a crier. I'll admit it. Like I was soft. I was just with like my mom and my sister and they would like baby me because I was, the youngest one, you know what I mean? So I've always been like, my mom has just always like instilled that like, 
gentlemen and going like above and beyond and like holding doors and like holding car doors you know what i mean and like being super super respectful to parents that's a really good quality to have though yeah yeah like really good and also like the fact that you are like that and you're you said that you're emotional like some guys think that they have to completely block that out and like show no emotion at all because it won't be like manly also i think it's attractive for a guy to show their emotions when when they don't show emotions and they're like i'm not emotional blah blah blah. i'm like shut up yeah Yeah, Yeah. you are emotional it's like i also think it's actually more i think it's more manly to fully be in touch with your emotions yeah and be vulnerable and like what you feel and why you feel that way it's also a level of maturity yeah exactly exactly like there's nothing wrong with crying it's human nature and i think that it's so healthy because like sometimes i just cry for no reason and i just will feel so overwhelmed and i'll cry and then like you feel so much better after like you need to release your emotions yeah and like the more everyone feels every single sort of emotion Mm -hmm. you know what i mean no matter how quote-unquote manly you are or whatever it's not like you don't feel stress or anxiety or sadness like you are a human being and Everyone else is too, so act like it. It's yeah. normal. Do you have a worst first date story? Oh, do I have a worst first date story? I, yeah, I guess. Uh, one that comes to mind was, I think I was maybe like a freshman in college. Um, took this girl out, just got food, uh, but it's not even really that bad. Got food, we're sitting down. She noticed her ex-boyfriend was there with a different girl and like I could tell it just like completely ruined the date because she clearly still felt some type of way. So like, I'm like sitting there like trying to not be awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And I'm like- But there's like a huge elephant in the room. Yeah, and I'm like trying to like keep, I'm like trying to keep conversation going. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why are your eyes looking over there all the time you know what i mean oh um, yeah it just like it was just yeah yeah like probably one of the last things that you would want to happen on a date like is like the girl's ex-boyfriend being there yeah and like now this guy's looking at me like haha and i'm like okay you know i'm just trying to enjoy like my dorm food oh damn what do you think dating in boston is like compared to other cities that you lived in so like oregon san diego boston yeah how is Um, it different compared to okay so oregon is like i grew up there Oregon's probably the hardest place to date in just because... Really? I mean, for me, I feel like where you grow up, especially, like, the community that I'm from, it's so small. It's literally called, like, the bubble. Like, the Lake Oswego bubble. Everyone knows everyone. Like, the people that I went had first or, you know, went to first grade with, I graduated with all of them in high school. Like, I've known them my whole life. You know what I mean? So that's really hard just because everyone just kind of, like, knows you um moving to san diego new place a lot easier just because there's a lot more to do when the weather's nice Mm -hmm. people are outside it's the beach there's a a lot more different things you can do you know like Mm -hmm. hey like do you want to go hike do you want to go to the beach do you want to ride bikes do you want yeah there's so many activities you can do so many more things you can do um i mean and even boston too um i feel like i've never lived in like a city city before in terms of like proximity so i feel like boston's so walkable um and there's a lot of good food places to go to and when the weather's nice the weather's nice and it's like a great place to you know 
go to a park or you know just do something outside so yeah i'd say it's been a good experience in terms of like just meeting people um most of the places we go out i feel like are really busy you know what mm -hmm. i mean and there's so many young people here people from connecticut new york Michigan. rhode island like they all come here yeah so it's just like so many people come from everywhere to come live in Boston after they graduate, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So it's like a very, very young city. For sure. Okay, so now to finish off the episode, we have more questions for Chase, but these are the questions that you guys had for him on Instagram. So thank you so much for sending in your questions if you did. Do you and the names of the people who asked? No. no. <laughs> it's anonymous. We keep everybody's questions private or their names private yeah so we have really good questions for you let's get into it first question what is your favorite part of getting to see the behind the scenes of athletes lives my favorite part's the off season personally um it's by far my favorite thing to shoot like workouts and just like the day-to-day -day. um the workout side specifically just because when peyton and i are in la you have a bunch of players from different teams coming to the same gym. So like, you know, you kind of build these relationships in the summer and like I've met guys that I really just see in the summer. So it's like every time I come back, it's like, you know, with that certain trainer or like player, it's like, oh, like what's good? Like, how was your season? Like, you know, I saw that you were killing it. Um, and just shooting things that no one sees, like that no one has access to yes. like the off-season workouts when it's literally Peyton and the trainer that's so cool to be able to show that perspective because obviously people who like follow that players and follow the teams like they get to see everything they do during the season mm -hmm. but I think it's super important to also show the off-season for sure it's because super personal you go from like the like TD Garden fits almost 20,000 people so like 20,000 people everyone can see you play mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you go to like this gym in LA that has five people so. I love that. Next question. What camera do you use for BTS photos? So like your go-to. I only have one camera. Okay. Um, so my camera, I have the Sony a7 III. Um, I have two lenses that I primarily use. The first one is a Tamron 28 to 75 millimeter. It's f2.8. And then my favorite lens of all time is a Sony G Master. It's a 70 to 200 millimeter. So that's more for like further away okay. um and that's also an f 2.8 um i use that that lens probably 90 percent of the time why is it your favorite it's my favorite because the images are just very crisp um and it just allows me to shoot from far away instead of you know having to be like right up in the middle of the workout or i can kind of be off to the side and stuff like that is it like you know when paparazzis like hide in the bushes and yes, take pictures of celebrities? Probably, is it like that? No, it's it's probably one of those. <laughs> yeah. What, if any, new industry trends are being noticed from around the league? I think a lot more people, Peyton included, mm -hmm. are showing a lot more of like fashion. I love. No matter what, the NBA has always been like the most. I mean, they're the only league professional league that's been able to sh like people wear like whatever they want to wear to games every other one you have to dress yeah, up you have to wear like a suit or so hockey you have to dress up yeah there's definitely a way larger emphasis on like the tunnel mm -hmm. they call it the tunnel like where yeah. you're walking the tunnel fits and stuff like that so i think that's just been like a huge trend um but i think like 
from the general perspective, just showing more personal life. It's becoming a trend. And if you want to build your brand, you have to do that because all that fans and viewers and people want to feel is relatable. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So when, you know, like I make a TikTok of living with an NBA player and people are like, oh my God, like Peyton like sits on the couch and like watches a TV show. I'm like, yeah, because all they see is him like on playing. the court. They yeah. don't see like right. yeah, and I'm they like, see he... like video professional videos and videos of him doing interviews. But right. it's like, like getting to see that behind the scenes. Yes. So I think just that's been the trend is players opening up more and just kind of really showcasing their true personality. Where at first maybe they thought, oh, like this is a business. I have to only post back. It creates a better relationship too with your fans. For sure, a hundred percent. For example, like big celebrities. Like I love when they do like more personal content. For sure. Mm -hmm. And kind of show like the real side of them, not like that perfect image. Right. That's just like not real life. 100%. You know, it's like so curated. So that's really cool. Like iPhone photos, yes. for example. People are posting way more iPhone photos because it's raw and it's real. And it's everyone these days has an iPhone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like posting like low exposure iPhone photos is like so in. And just like not caring about the way that your Instagram looks, just like posting everything that's like, just been yeah. going on in your life. Yeah. Like I love that. Peyton's been doing that a lot. Next question, how does Chase maintain his peak physical condition? Chase works out. <clears throat> you work out a lot. You work out a lot, yeah. Five days a week. I mean, and then sometimes like, would you consider like walking on the treadmill? Yes, oh, okay. that's okay. So like maybe sometimes six, maybe. I'm not perfect. I'll have weeks of six days, weeks of five days, weeks of two days, weeks yeah. of three days. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, whoever said that, shout out to you. Thank you. And you know, I used to when I graduated high school, I was six, three, 185 pounds. I'm now almost six seven, and I'm like two fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Six, seven, wow. And I'd say 90% of it is your diet, 10% of it is working out. The thing I'm working on right now is stop eating after like 8 p.m. A lot of people have been doing that too. And I feel like it's so important because it gives your body time to digest. For sure. All of your food and then you wake up in the morning and you just like feel so light. Yes. And just like not inflamed and... Right. Also sleep is like so cannot be overstated it's so important yeah especially it is. for you know shape and muscle growth and all that okay we have our last question does chase want to go on a date with me not you <laughs> oh <laughs> not, me. <laughs> not me no 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 not me i'm um, taken but, but no, somebody, no, no, somebody wants to don't worry mac somebody wants to know <laughs> mac is rolling over right now <laughs> mac is not it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay. Somebody was wondering if you wanted to go on a date with them. Yeah, what time should I pick you up, I guess? Ooh! <laughs>Okay, well, thank you guys all so much for tuning in. That was so fun. Honestly, this was one of my favorite episodes Same. that we've done. That was so silly. And Chase, you can plug your socials. Like, where can everyone find you? Also, if you have any upcoming projects or anything you're working on that you want to mention. You guys can find me on Instagram at chase.mccann, C-H-A-S-E dot M-C-C-A-N-N. And then I am on TikTok at chasetookit. 
super corny, I know. I love no, it. No, no, that's so you. Um, and projects I have coming up, um, not sure. I'm kind of in like this, the middle of this like potential new Well, you job. have the Nike stuff coming up. Nike yeah. stuff yeah. coming up And you have the marathon. And the marathon would be sick. And also like playoffs is coming up. Sure, okay, yeah. So you have a lot! We got the Boston Marathon. We got NBA playoffs coming. Um, so I'm sure there'll be some photos and videos. For sure. And follow along his social so you can see also behind the scenes of all that stuff and then when the content comes out when you're posting it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Thank you guys so much for having me. Make sure to obviously subscribe to the podcast. Rate, Give us a rating. <laughs> and you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Em and I on our socials. They're always linked in the show notes. If you're listening to the podcast and you're not following them on social media, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> And we will see you guys next week. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.